Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, August 5th. 2022. It's uh, just after 2 UTC as we're starting to record. I am Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Mute button. Mute button. Hello! <laughs> there you are. Hello, Mr. Bo. Hi! So, our agenda today. Uh, we're going to do our usual but first. Then we're going to talk about election 2022 because there was a big election day this last week, um, primaries and a referendum in Kansas and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we're going to have uh, a potpourri, mishmash, whatever it's called section where we just round up a few smaller things. That's the plan. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you want me to start or do you want to start on our butt firsty stuff, Yvonne? Ah, but first, yeah, why don't you go ahead first? I think you've got more interesting stuff. I, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got a few little things. Um, first off a technical thing that I just want to mention out there. Not very many people will care about this, but earlier today I made a change to the curmudgeon's corner RSS feed. And specifically, like this should be invisible to all of your browsers and stuff. You don't have to resubscribe or any nonsense like that. But up to this point, I had, the feed had included every episode of the Curmudgeon's Corner podcast back to 2007 when we started the podcast version of the show. Um, and so that's, that was 790 episodes. This will be the 791st episode. Um, and in, a, in some podcast checker stuff that I had to make sure everything's okay, a few of them for honestly a few years now have been popping warnings that some podcast players really dislike when you have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes in your podcast RSS feed. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and at the very least, even the ones that are okay with it, it takes a long time to load the feed. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so anyway, the, the recommendation uh, is never to have more than a few hundred in your feed. So the official RSS feed now only has the most recent 100 episodes, uh, which is a couple of years. Uh, for all of the rest is still available on the Curmudgeon's Corner website, curmudgeons-corner.com, if you really want to see the old stuff. Uh, but like most people, like this is a current affairs show, like it, it I do it sometimes, but listening to like shows from two or three years ago, most people aren't going to care. So the RSS feed only now has the last hundred episodes. I mean, that's, that's awful. But now the feed is going to be a lot faster and, you know, there, it should be fine. And, you know, they're not going to be any podcast players that are like complaining or anything. So that's all. Oh, it's terrible. It's awful. Okay, so I mean, with that out of the signs way, that there were sick people. I know, I know. Like before, you could you could scroll backwards in your podcast player, back and back and back and back and back. You know, as many years as you wanted, and, and you can't do that anymore. It's kind of sad, but you can still go to the website for those old episodes. Mm, mm, mm. I, I I can see you're you're distraught and upset by this. Um, 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 uh, look, I mean, last week I find out that my fax 
virtual fact service is going. It, I mean, they're shutting it down September 1st, those bastards. Right. And then now this, I mean, what the hell? I, I know. I am, I'm sorry, Yvonne. I have devastated your. I mean, you know, shit. It's terrible. Terrible stuff. I mean, you know. I, you know, I, I, I feel bad, but. It seemed like it was time, like like the the little checker thing had literally been telling me like that this is a problem with your RSS feed. You really should fix it for like several years now. And I finally got around to doing something about it. I mean, you know, so the the thing is right also that uh, I'm amazed that you actually did anything about it because, you know, you, you do have a long history of not attending to these kinds of things in general. I'm no, 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 no. Let's late. be specific. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not that I don't attend to them. Oh, it's no, that no, I no. attend to them years late. Correct. It's just kind of like, you know, today I decided to, for some reason, answer an email that I found that I had unanswered from about 18 years ago. Yeah, you were just trying to beat my record because a few weeks ago I said my record was like 14 years or something. Yeah, so I, I, you know what? I found that I had this unanswered email apparently from about 18 years ago. I decided to answer it. And I, I, I received this email and I was impressed. <laughs> I was duly impressed. <laughs> I, you know... It was about accepting Friendster Im- invitations. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I, I've been scouring my old email files and found certain interesting uh, things that had happened. You know, one of them is apparently I had forgotten. Apparently, I had not accepted some Friendster requests. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did, so that, did you that, go that, and accept them now? Well, uh, okay. Uh, apparently, I can't. Oh, we, man. We can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, yeah, unfortunately, that's... Is, is Friendster gone? Yes, Friendster is very, very dead. Okay, oh, man. You know, I mean, that 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 one is, you know, that that one is quite dead. Uh, did somebody so, no, at I least can't... Did, did someone interesting at least buy the domain? Uh, gosh, I'm trying to go uh, there now. It's, yeah. not, <laughs> it's not answering. Uh, well, okay, well, then there you go. I guess it, nobody found any value in it. Yeah, you'd think there'd at least be like a porn site there or something. <laughs> apparently it's not even worth that value <laughs> let's see how bad, how bad is it it's not even worth a nickel in order ah, nobody nobody's going to this damn domain ever again um so uh, uh I, I mean it's kind of uh curious uh one thing uh how we used to communicate uh-huh you know i i went last week and made an analogy to to somebody talking about the software that their company is running. Okay. And they, they're running a version that was released when the Blackberry was the number one selling phone at this moment. That's mm-hmm. how old mm-hmm. it is. Okay. You know? And, you know, depending on who you are, this could be a positive or a negative. If you think about it, right? Okay. Because it actually, the thing is that the, one of the, one of the executives on the line said, well, I loved my BlackBerry. And I, I'm like, well, yeah, okay, well, it wasn't that bad. But my whole point is, is that you're running, that this stuff is obsolete at this point. No, Nobody's hmm. using this stuff. Now, I will say that in business, it's a lot more common for uh, companies and enterprises and 
large enterprises to be running old stuff, old, old applications. I mean, there is something to be said about, um, I went through a couple of transformations and in some, especially for some of the business stuff, while you may, you may get some like nice gooey and stuff and whatever, it's still whatnot, running on some like crappy mainframe behind the scenes. Well, but, but, but the thing is that you don't get, even if you switch to say, okay, forget it, dump that. Let's go into the latest, greatest, uh, you know, new software that you could get for this, right? All cloud-based. It's not really that much better. Or you're gaining a lot by doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you go through the feature sets and you look at it and you're like, what are we gaining? Ah, pretty much nothing. And so uh, so that that's that's the thing in certain uh, some of these cases where, hell, one of the things about a whole bunch of those mainframe applications in the back end is that security, it's, they're actually more secure because they're less open. Whereas a whole, you go to some of these completely new, fully web-enabled apps, well, they, they could be accessed through a thousand million billion different ways. Whereas a lot of those actually have, for that connectivity, there are certain layers built in the middle, you know, to kind of make it harder to get to to that. But uh, but anyway, uh, uh, but yeah, but but my whole thing is that, you know, look, we used to we used to have all these email threads. We don't talk on email yeah, like that this, anymore. This, this is one thing that, like, I I, I, I sort of mourn the passing of like email that's actually interesting or useful is at least right. I, 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 frankly, I could say it for work too, almost, but definitely for, for home. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it really did used to be a way that, like you said, we had email threads with a bunch of friends talking about some topic. Like if something happened in the news, we'd toss off an email and then we'd be going back and forth around it. Or if something happened in somebody's life, same kind of thing, like, oh yeah, let's talk about that. And, and also just goofy ones. And some of that has made it into the social media world, Some, but, but not, you know, like the fact that the communications in social media are often public restricts right. what you're saying on it. Now I know people will tell me, you know, this is what like group chat threads are for. And I know like, uh, I, you know, I, I, I have some group text threads myself and I know my wife does lots of that, but it's still a very different dynamic. Like, yes, you know, it's it, it, even if you're going like, you're not going to write, a couple paragraphs about how no, your day went. No, no, you're, 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 you know, you, you might like alternate a few statements or send a picture or whatever, but the, the email pattern of like, I guess late nineties, early two thousands, that's when we're talking basically, um, was that you would actually have these threads going on where people would write paragraphs to each other, <laughs> like actual paragraphs, not just like little snarky one line comments and things. You know, and I don't know. I I missed that, and I I and and obviously in an earlier generation, people actually wrote letters. Imagine oh, that. Right? Well, I I mean I know I wrote letters. I I mean I have some of the letter, letters I wrote. Okay, or some of the letters that were written to me. Yeah, I received like some you know postcards from like Kenya from some friends of mine. Letters from Africa. I mean, I think you wrote, you, you sent stuff when you were in Africa. I, I, I think yeah. I may still have it. 
I, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I remember, yeah, like that was sort of a special thing. And I wrote, I, I remember that. Like I, I wasn't ever in the letter writing habit, but Yvonne's referring like sometime between two of my college years, I did uh, like a one month trip to Southern Africa. And I did make a point to write several of my friends because I, I mean, I wasn't getting on email. <laughs> I wasn't going to make did a have, phone call. We did, have, a, we did have email and phone calls were quite expensive. I mean, there were several dollars a minute, so we're not going to do that. Yeah. So I, but you know, yeah. So I, I, have a, I occasionally did the handwritten letter thing or whatever, but it, it was, it, it was rare, but email was definitely like you, you had real conversations and you had ongoing threads that lasted for months or sometimes even longer. And, you know, and you just don't have that same kind of conversation with folks at least no. at least i don't maybe somebody does but uh i, I just... know that that's been lost with a lot of people i i i, I it's not just such as us and obviously this pandemic has made it and somewhat worse i mean I, I i you know there is this thing about uh i mean one of the things about this meeting that these people were here locally and which meeting the meeting I was talking about last week that was talking about, you know, that I was talking to the customer that liked the, you know, like the Blackberry. Well, when okay. I was talking to them, they're here locally. They refuse to meet in person. Right. I mean, they didn't. And, and this is not because of COVID fears. They just didn't want to. You know. Now, now yeah, you, you we're, mentioned we're beyond that. You mentioned the COVID thing and it changing. I know some people, and I have not been involved in one of these, but I, I know people who have been in like family Zoom chats and stuff that they would mm -hmm. have on a scheduled, like, hey, everybody, all the cousins and stuff are gonna just get on a Zoom at the same time and chat with each other and things like that. Um I know some people have done I I I never did. I, I, I think, uh, I, I don't, I, I, I may have done a group FaceTime, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't, I, I never, de I definitely did not do like a group family, uh, zoom chat. Uh, the, the only group family zoom event, unfortunately that we did, we had to do during the pandemic was a funeral. Ah, yeah. Well, that's not as much fun. No, not particularly. No. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and that and the people that died of COVID, we were doing a funeral. So not the, you know, um, yeah, not exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, not, it, we it, it, and along those lines, and I know we're just sort of riffing on things and I do have at least one other thing to mention before we get out of, but first, but the, the, the thing like that is attempts to do sort of work social things via zoom. Have you had some of these attempts at your work? Uh, no, no, thank God. And no, no, no. Fuck. <laughs> so fuck like there, there are two kinds. We actually, that... we actually, uh, I actually did get together with my coworkers, mm -hmm. you know, in, in person for like uh, a meal. So the two kinds that I have been invited to, and I, I've, I went to a couple, but like, you know, I, I'm not one for like the, socialization even in person and like the online version ain't much better but one was just like hey let's all get on the zoom at the same time and chat and maybe like th there's one i have right on my calendar right now that's a recurring once a week like eat lunch while you talk to each other on zoom thing 
it's listed as completely optional. So I went a couple weeks and I haven't been since, but like, <laughs> you know, and sort of, and the first time, like a, a few people got on, nobody actually ate. We <laughs> had a few little chats about whatever, but like, I don't know. Um, after the now, second one, I'm like, you know, I got other things to do. Now I will say that I have made, um, uh, there, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, I have made certain close friendships with people that I have either met maybe like once in person or mm-hmm. not at all. So I have done that. Okay. Now, the other type, um, the other type of, uh, remote social work thing is you do some sort of online game together. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm I, you know what? Like I've the, thought what, about that. You I've, know, I've like thought a, about that. There was one that was like I, a I, trivia thing. Yeah. Another yeah. That yeah. Was like but, but, Pictionary but, but. kind of thing. And Oh, yeah. Oh, like that kind of game. Yes. I, I was thinking more like, you know, PlayStation games, you know, I've thought, you know, a couple of times I, I played some online games and what I found is that there's a lot of assholes playing online games. And I just decided, well, that's, you know, not for me. No, you know, th- th- this is, there are a number of services at this point where you, you'll get on like your video chat or whatever, but then they'll give like a, a URL to some website that has like some sort of online multiplayer game that's usually like like the kind of thing like a trivia game or a pictionary or some stupid other little there are a variety of these out there you can google and find them but then you you start a session and invite your friends it's not open to everybody so it's like your team at work and then you split in half and like play against each other on trivia or something you know it's that kind of thing and I, you know i i i poo poo these things but I will admit the once or twice that I've done it, it wasn't that bad. You know, it was kind of funny. It was kind of amusing. I can but see this, how that could be a little bit, but that that's, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just But kidding. at the same time, like, did it help me bond with my teammates? No, no. <laughs> I, 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 I got to admit that I, I've bonded with some of my teammates, but it's not been, um, it's not been one of those artificial, uh, it's been what actually doing work together. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually I, I will say look, there is one teammate of mine that unfortunately went on. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. They went on a trip to Europe. Okay. And oh, on they the got stuck. Day, they got stuck. Right? Well, no, they got robbed. Oh yeah, that's right. They got robbed. I remember you did mention this on the show. And well, it, it took quite an effort to, to help her to get back. I, I actually, uh, I, well, I, I think I did mention this because, you know, I, I went, I, I mean, I said, yeah, you told the story. So, uh, but, but, you know, look, look, there's a person that I, you know, the reason she felt confident enough to tell me about this and to ask for help is because, you know, we bonded on, you know, talking, you know, she'd been, uh, me being new, uh, she'd been in the company like for many years. So she knew a lot of things, uh, process procedures and certain things or whatever in order to help me learn some of the stuff. So, you know, I, I've been asking her, Hey, how do I do this? Hey, you know, where's this? And actually I had, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too stupid myself. So I'd learned already how to do certain things. Yes. And in a couple of things, she realized, Hey, you already, Oh, you know how to do that. I, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. You can go do this. And you get this done this way and whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, figured yeah. some stuff out. So, so we started like helping out each other. So we talk all the time because, uh, 
because of that. So I, I you know, bonded in that way. We're, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're chatting regularly and stuff and whatnot. And yeah, that, that, uh, that's know. entirely differently that different than the group mandatory fun and stuff. Right. And, right. And, and, and just to bring it back around before closing this up, uh, I think the point of all of this is yes, new technologies allow a whole bunch of different ways of interacting and some of them are good some of them are fun you know we can video chat more than we used to etc but like i still think we are missing something there was something good about that short period of time where email was actually meaningful person-to-person communication before it got ruined by work and junk, by spam and junk and junk and an, and an unrelenting flood of my my of email is so, just, it, it, it is a chore to go through the email to sift out stuff that actually like i care about at all versus the mountains of garbage i mean even with all the filtering i do like on a day it's just incredibly crazy how many messages I mean, I've gotten it down to where it's like, say on a day like yesterday, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. You can 18, count. 20, Great. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. So only 32 made it to my inbox, my my straight inbox. Uh, but but that's still a lot of messages, especially when well, I get bombarded. The whole and even then, what what you get, like don't, you know, some are like, okay, I got this thing from my mortgage bank. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I corporate crap. Thing from like, uh, I don't know, my son's uh, dentist appointment. Right, right. Uh, it's that kind of stuff. It's uh, not. It's not uh, like a meaningful personal communication no, from friends no, or family. No, no, no. Um, that just does not happen. Uh, now I will say this. There was today, I don't know what the hell. There was one email that for some reason I read today from somebody that sends these like uh, news summaries of some stuff. Okay. It's one that I've never read before. And I actually found this one useful and I never read these. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, but that's I have some... like bizarre. I was just like, wow, I actually yeah, I've, I've occasionally subscribed to like those newsletter things, thinking I'd be, and then I don't. But well, look, but yeah, something like, about tickets. Uh, but even I, then, I, I don't. even like, then, but, but listen, though, it's about not the, the think about human this. thing. It's not no, the person about person this. human stuff. The fact that that was like that that was the number of messages that were in my inbox. The number of my junk uh, in my junk is just unrelenting. I, don't I mean, because there's a hundred. Okay, my junk mail. Which a male, male, okay. uh, you know, not, not, yeah, that, 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 that stuff. Um, I mean, because there, there have to be at least six times as many. I mean, there's close to 200. I, I'm not even going to look at mine because it's too bad. That, but, that went uh, into, uh, into uh, my, uh, my junk mailbox in one day. Yeah. I mean, who uh, the hell can handle this many? And I will say, I will just say, and then we'll move on. I, I, of course, when I say you never get whatever, it's not really never. It's just really rare. Like I do occasionally from certain people every once in a long while get, you know, paragraphs of actual personal content. It's just like, it's exceptional. Like you, nah, you don't it's all work. It. Everything I get is all business. I mean, it's like, you know, my, my dinner reservation, a uh, press release and flyer. 
my my Amazon order, my City Advantage card thing, my credit card was available not of ava- not present during a purchase. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you get the picture. Anyway, I mean, anyway, just- I, my one other thing I want to mention, and but first before we get on to real things, uh, first of all, um. I just say this, I'll say more in the politics section, uh, but my wife did win her primary. Yay. 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 is great. Uh, and there will be more about this later. But the point of that is after she won and everything, uh, you know, she, she, she had gone out and done some shopping. And when she got home, um, we're, we decided to like to go out to celebrate by getting some ice cream or whatever. Mm. And, and so she hopped out of her car, got into my car, and we left to go get ice cream. Now, it turns out that when she hopped cars, she might have forgotten to lock her car. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so the next morning, she's getting up early, like uh, she and a couple other of the candidates, or actually one other of the candidates, had agreed to like go out and wave thank you signs at like 7.30 in the morning or something. So she, and I, you know, I was still asleep, but she calls from down, uh, she calls me on the phone from downstairs and uh, is like, someone took my laptop from the car. And so it turns out uh, several things were uh, several bags were taken from the car. Like there, there was a, there was like a, a money box, like the kind you use when you're at an event that you get receipts and, you know, cash box stuff, but it was empty. There was no money in it. So like, okay. it was just the box. They took that out of the car and threw it somewhere on the driveway. Um, there was a, you know, a, 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 a purse that did not have her wallet in it or anything really significant, but there was a purse that was taken, uh, oh, it, 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 and there was a messenger bag and between the purse and the messenger bag, the most valuable things in there were, um, a, 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 new, a, a relatively new laptop that we'd bought in January, um, uh, an Apple watch that was a few years old, um, and her official legislative phone. Um, and I think those were the most uh, valuable things in there. Um, and then some random junk and stuff. Uh, but anyway, that was, that was all taken. Um, and so, she, you know, all the stuff she filed a police report. I, I was extremely frustrated as well. Like for those of you who've been around a while, you know, on my ablesmay.com site, I have, um, uh, a webcam that I've had for like 20 some years, does automatic well, time lapses of every day. Yeah, what was it a pointing outside? Well, I move the thing around. Like sometimes it's outside, sometimes it and actually most of the time um over the history of the 20 some years, actually more than 20 years I've had a webcam, it's actually pointed at my desk in right. my house. True. Like it hasn't been posted outside pointed outside. In the last few years, occasionally, like for months at a time, I have it pointed at our driveway and it sees like the cars come and go and the weather and stuff like that. Um, and like specifically, I often put it out when the snow in the forecast, because right. I think the time lapses of the snow falling are cool. And then I just leave it out there for like months and forget to bring it back in or whatever. But I had brought it back in from outside, like, I don't know, three months ago or something. So, you know, if you go right now to ablesmay.com and look at it, you will see me at my desk doing this podcast right now. Uh, 
if you were doing this when we were recording it, as opposed to when you're listening to it, which I probably won't be sitting here anymore. But anyway, I was frustrated. I'm like, you know, if I'd been pointing the damn thing out the window, I would have a time lapse of whoever did this. Um, but I didn't. And, and we don't have like a ring or any of those, like, you know, I don't know. They're getting, they're, they're super popular. Like everyone has them now. And on almost everything else, I'm like, you know, I want to try out some of the cool tech and stuff, but I've never like done that. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, you know, she does the police report, all that. And then we realize that she's got in the stuff that was stolen. First of all, you know, um, the laptop and the Apple watch both locate themselves. And, you know, we immediately like went and locked them because Apple also provides the functionality that you can like remotely lock the computer and set it. So it has a, this belongs to whoever call this number if you find it message. And we did that for both of them and basically locks it down. So without her Apple ID password, uh, you can't get into those devices. Uh, so we did that right away. Um, both of both the watch and the computer's battery were dead though. So there was no current location on those. But we also realized along with those, there were actually like four air tags in what was stolen. Apple okay. air tags. There was, uh, one for the bag, one for the purse, one for, um, it, it had been attached to her keychain, but it had fallen off the keys. So it was just loose in one of the bags. Um, <laughs> And I forget what the fourth one was, but there, 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 there were, there were several in there. So we started to locate where things were. We couldn't locate the computer. We couldn't locate the watch cause they were dead. Um, but all four other tags were at one location. So we let the police know where it was, et cetera. And it was, um, apparent it was, uh, by one of the off ramps, uh, to the highway near us. And apparently the police told us, oh, that's, there's, there's often like, uh, uh, you know, homeless people camped out right at that spot. And so that's probably where it's gone. And we're like, okay. And, but the policeman went there and he was like, I didn't see anything, but of course they couldn't actually like search the stuff of the people. There wasn't enough direct cause to, to do that or anything. Um, later on in the day, we decided that we were going to go try to find, see if we could get close and see where things were, um, see if maybe the, the tags had just been thrown into the bushes somewhere. Um, and when we did that, we saw that one of the tags was moving, uh, and it was, it, it, it had left where, uh, you know, the, the homeless encampment or whatever, and was, was by a shop. Uh, like a quarter of a mile away from there. Um, so we actually went there and cause we also realized that, you know, with the air tag locators, if you're within like 40 feet or so, it'll show you a little arrow and point you where to go, et cetera. Uh, long story short, we parked near where it said it was started walking around and lo and behold, uh, we saw her bag, her, her messenger bag that the laptop had been in uh, being held um, by a, a woman at the bus stop. There was a, a couple there, obviously, uh, I shouldn't say obviously, but looked like a homeless couple waiting for the bus. Okay. And, uh, so we actually went up to them and she's like, Hey, can I talk to you? You got my bag. <laughs> and, um, uh, had actually had a, a fairly, fairly nice, like conversation, uh, 
with the with the two of them and they they expressed like oh my god i bought this this morning from those guys down there and blah 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 i paid 20 dollars for it and we looked inside it still had the power cord for her computer but not the computer uh, didn't mom promise not to tell anyone about that wait she what start telling a bunch of people no she didn't she no we're not identifying names. We're not doing anything like that. She's anyway. Um, what? And anyway, uh, she did say she wasn't going to go to police with that piece of information. But, yeah, but what if the police are listening to my podcast? Like yeah, I, yeah, I doubt I, it. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah um, don't hold your breath. Anyway, um, so uh, my, my my wife had a nice little conversation with them and. Uh, you know, now I don't know, they, that couple could have actually had the computer stowed away in one of their other bags. You never know, but my wife was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, you found out that the woman paid 20 bucks for the bag, gave her 20 bucks, took the bag back, also gave her some food and water and stuff that she'd bought specifically for the purpose of like knowing that we were going to go potentially meet some homeless people and see if we could get some stuff back. Um, and she got her bag back. It's a nice bag. She likes the bag, uh, but the computer was gone from there. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so the, the other stuff, though, uh, was, you know, the the couple we talked to, you know, seemed, you know, like down on their luck a little bit. But, you know, nice people, whatever. We talked to them, we, you know, et cetera. The, the camp where everybody else was looked sketchy enough that it was like, okay, maybe we don't want to go down there. And Brandy promised her mom not to go down there. The police officer was like, don't go down there. So we didn't, uh, we did circle back around to see if, uh, we could get a, a new ping on the air tags. Uh, cause they'd, uh, the most recent update at that point was like six hours old or something like that. And nope, no new tag, no new update on the tags. So we figured, okay, uh, maybe they, um, you know, yeah, if they found the tags, the rational thing to do is immediately destroy them, right? <laughs> Duh. You know, so it was actually kind of remarkable that the bag had the tag and the people you know, st still had it and didn't realize there was a tag in there or whatever. Um, so no new updates on them. So we're guessing the tag, you know, the tags were probably destroyed because like all it takes is like an iPad going near them. And they were like, ah. 15, 20 feet from the off-ramp of the highway. So they're probably like hundreds of iPads passing or iPads, I, iPhones passing right. by there like every hour, you know? So uh, those are probably gone. But we did today, this morning, um, get, or actually this early this afternoon, get a ping from the watch. Somebody had plugged the walk, watch in and charged it. It's Where out of motel. Was it located? It was at a motel near here. So she, she popped a note to the police officer saying, you know, the watch pinged in, you know, at one something this afternoon from th this motel. Uh, but, you know, we're not going to get anything out of that. You know, it's, it's not, you know, it, knowing that it's a motel isn't enough to like know exactly where to go get it. Right. So we're, we're, we're probably never getting any of this stuff back, but it's interesting that, you know, all the locators and stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was a bit annoyed as well that when when we called initially, like when the police were gonna like, oh, okay, well go check out that location. 
like the ideal thing to do because it was still fresh would have been to go go along with the phone right like, you know and and so that once you got close you could point the arrow because then like if you have the arrow pointed at one of the tents or whatever okay there's your probable cause to go look right you know but the the officer didn't know how this stuff worked my wife forgot it could do the arrow stuff until i reminded her hours later um and even then like how exactly do you organize that? You meet the officer, you give them the phone, you let them go. I mean, there are ways you could do it. But the officer also was like, I have no idea how that stuff works. This is cool that you're telling me this, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so we're kind of pissed about this, um, uh, you know, and and because it was a new computer. I mean, the rest of the stuff was older or whatever. The legislative phone was the state. They've already shut it down remotely. They're issuing a new one, all this kind of stuff. It's it's a work phone. Um, but um, but yeah. And so and we we're still investigating, but probably aren't going to be able to get much out of insurance, if anything, like the. Um, the homeowners are deductible is greater than the value of the computer. So it's not worth, you know, even doing anything with, uh, car insurance. Apparently we have, we haven't found out yet whether ours would cover this. Apparently some do, some don't. I don't know if you know more about that, but. Well, what anyway. I said again is that because it actually happened in your home. I in am the driveway in the driveway, which is part of your home. If it's not covered by the car insurance, I'm 99% sure it's covered by your homeowners. Yeah, yeah. But our home deductible is higher. So like... Than the laptop? Yeah. the Our deductible is like... Um, I, I forget. It's it's high. It's, it's, it's more well, than the value of the laptop for sure. Well, there are different deductibles. There, there are, so okay. you have to check because there, there is a deductible for damage to the home, but there's mm-hmm. a deductible for loss of personal items. Okay. And they're not all the same. There's well, perils. That, there's multiple. We will make deductibles. sure to check. We will make sure so to check. check. We will check, check because there are there are multiple different deductibles. Okay, gotcha. We will check. We will find out. Yeah. The one we will like check the car. We will check the say house. that we'll you know your out. house gets hit by a tornado or something. That deductible usually is a lot higher than the deductible for this other kind of stuff. Okay, we'll find out. We'll find out. But anyway, it was a bummer because like she won. She was very excited. We went out, we celebrated, we had ice cream, blah, blah, blah. And then the next morning, oh yeah, stuff's gone. And the other thing I'll say about this is, you know, I, I, I'm really religious about locking my car door. Um, my wife forgets a lot. Um, and we're probably kind of spotty on the house itself, to be honest. So any thieves that are listening, don't listen to this part. Um, but uh, the thing is, though, we've been at this house 11 years. We've got like, am- you know, boxes and boxes and boxes coming from Amazon like every single day. And we have not in 11 years had even a single package stolen from the front yard or from the front porch. And, and so like we were feeling kind of secure, like, OK, you know, we don't have to really worry too much in this neighborhood. So this is the first time in 11 years, which I guess is a pretty good record, but it's still like. Yeah, it's still disappointing. Listen, uh, uh, in this era, the number one way that uh, cars are getting either broken into or stolen is because they keep getting left unlocked now. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, add to that with the key fobs inside. 
which allows okay. them to be yeah. easily be stolen. And so all these people do now is like, why the hell do I even go to trouble of like breaking into a car or something? Look, all I got to do look all for these, one that's open. Yeah. You just go around, go find one until you will pretty quickly find one that's unlocked. Boom. You're done. End of story. Well, and the same thing with the porch pirates, right? Like I mentioned all our packages. All you have to do is walk down a street looking for packages and grab one most of the time, you know? Like if you walk down the street in the middle of the afternoon, there are going to be packages on almost every porch. Yeah. Now, you know? I will say that the packages don't get as much as I, I, I can see and say with the with the cars. I mean, I, I think in part because I think people fear like so many people with like ring with the ring bells. cameras and stuff. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, the cars don't have that. I mean, you know, uh, you just walk up to them and boom, boom, and you're done. So, yeah. I, I mean, so anyway, we're kind of, we're kind of bummed, you know, and it was sort of the whipsaw of emotions, bummed, from, not bombed, bummed. not bombed, bummed. Uh, the whipsaw of emotions from, ooh, one, we won, yay, 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 to, oh, we we lost. We got robbed. We got robbed of, you know, um, stuff that we're, we're, not, we're, we're probably not going to replace immediately. I've mentioned before the stock, company stock is down, so we're not buying anything extra right now. So unless insurance covers it all, the, it's going to be a little while till we do this. Um, but anyway. No. Okay. Okay, is that enough for butt first? We've been going yes. like a while. No, it yeah. isn't enough for butt first. It's one more thing. No, no, not one more thing. Okay, we'll be right back after this YouTube break. From yeah. not sure video. what 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 it is. <laughs> okay, so. back after this. AfricaFocus.org features high-quality analysis and progressive advocacy on African issues with a particular attention to priority issues affecting the entire continent. The heart of the website is the Africa Focus Bulletin. Other features include regularly updated Africa-related news feeds and a set of country pages with extensive background and links on each African country. If you follow African issues or are even curious, visit AfricaFocus.org today. Okay, we are back, and uh, it, it's time for election 2022 stuff, and I will start with my wife's race, just to, to no, get no, that out there. God, I'm trying to find a fucking mute button. Oh, the mute button. You you have a lot of problems with that. Yeah. Okay, anyway, um, my wife, again, running for state legislature, District 44, Position 1. Um, and uh, this is the primary race. The top two move on to the general. There are only two candidates in this race, so it's not super suspenseful in terms of the actual result. Both people will go on to the general election. Um, but bottom line, uh, my wife won 54-46, if you round to the nearest percent. Um, the, the initial you know, the, the, they're still counting. It'll be two weeks until it's all official and blah, blah, blah. It's moved around a little bit, like between election night and so, the second so, day, so it, it her that? lead increased a little bit. It decreased what a about, little bit after what about the second the, night. Whatever. What about sabotaging the machines? Did you take care of that as well? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, all, 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 of course, you know, we took care of that. We had the dominion voting machines, uh, that don't exist in Washington state. We're all sabotaged. Um, we, <laughs> 
we uh everything like we we bribed the poll workers okay you know, okay all, all this kind of stuff yeah no right of course not yeah i'm kidding i'm kidding anyone we listening? are kidding we are kidding yes um yeah, yeah so anyway uh 54 46 um and so this is this is her seventh election and the first one she's won so Way. So, you know, you, know, you, you, you just keep way. trying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that, that was includes three prime. Yeah. This is the, it was primary general, primary general, primary general, primary, right? Like it wasn't all general elections, but, um, but yeah. So, uh, and you know, it, it, uh, the, you know, it's, uh, there are a number of factors in there. One is, she knows a lot more about like what she's doing and how to do it and what's involved in running than she did at the beginning. Uh, the other, quite frankly, is just, you know, it's a different district. It's a district that's more democratic than the last thing she ran in, which was Republican leaning. And, you know, we've said before that things are so, they're, there certainly are swing people in the middle, but there are huge chunks that are just, you know, all the, all they need to see is the RRD in front of the name and they're done. And I fit into that category at this point. Like, I'm not voting for anybody with an R in front of their name. I don't care about anything else, True. you know. Um, but And I didn't used to be that way, but I am now. Um, but uh, uh, so that's part of it. But, uh, you know, also think, uh, you know, she's she's been putting in the work. Let's just say that. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Good. And I, I will come back and reference some other stuff about the local races here. Um, but uh, the other big national things are in the Republican primaries that happened yesterday or yesterday, this week. <laughs> um, a lot of the Trumpy uh, election denier folks won. Um, and also we had this big thing in Kansas. Where do you want to go next on this, Yvonne? Uh, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not so much about the primary results. Let's go into what actually is, is, is a, is a meat meaty issue, which is that Kansas result. Yeah. Because, you know, the primaries, you know, whatever. I mean, we got to wait until the general to see if, you know, these people get any real traction. I mean, you know, so that's well, like, let, let, let me just say, I, I, I agree for the most part, but it does tell you the flavor of Republicans that are winning, although it has been different in different places like Arizona, a lot of the never Trumpers, not never Trumpers, a lot of the MAGA election denier folks won, but they didn't in Georgia, you know? So it, that is varying. And, and you're absolutely right. One of the important things we'll see are do any of these crazies win or are the Republicans shooting themselves in the foot by and that's my point by it, picking it, these because, people? Because Pip in a primary, you know, look at a state, say, as divided as Arizona, you know, where the voting has been pretty close, but tilting a little bit, you know, the last big elections towards democrats it's like if you put yourself a candidate like that well what it do is just make it more difficult that you just don't get the number of votes that you were looking for right. uh, because you know it, yeah because you just, you're going to scare that, off that, nor the, the the normie republicans in the middle who are republicans because of like 
low taxes, fiscal responsibility, blah, blah, blah. Things that, you know, those kinds of sort of traditional George H.W. Bush national security Republicans or whatever, you you may scare off those folks. Right. And, you know, that, that's that's the problem. And, and And from what I saw in some of those results, it's not like they won with like 80, 90 percent of the vote either okay in, in mm-hmm. most cases they were pretty divided and so you know so that's why i'm just like i don't know what conclusions you could draw from that towards the general uh right. yeah it, it, it's just okay yes some of those some of them won well, primaries, and, and certainly they were like others and so and the democrats know. have gotten a lot of criticism in some cases for boosting the profile of some of the crazies basically on the theory that it's it'll be easier to beat them which you know is is it's playing with theory. it's, it's playing with fire theory. yes like, you know I mean, maybe you're right I, but, but if I you know. get it wrong then, then you've geez. got the crazy elected i know i know I you know. know now although people have pointed out like what the democrats have actually been doing it's not like they've been running ads going this crazy guy is great they've been running ads saying this guy is horrible. He's completely in with Donald Trump. He thinks the election was stolen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, you know, truthful statements saying that things that are horrible to a Democrat, but if you're the right kind of MAGA, you're like, ooh, that's exactly what I'm looking for. The Democrats hate him. So therefore he must be great. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. Okay. Anyway, let's, let's talk about Kansas. Let's talk about yes. Kansas. You're right. It's meteor right now. Uh, yeah. and the, the key thing is Kansas Ruby red, Kansas, um, had a referendum. Well, it's a, a constitution. There was a constitutional amendment proposed because the current Kansas constitution was Protects ruled them. by some judges a while back to protect abortion under privacy rights. Um, and so regardless of the Dobbs decision, the Kansas state constitution was protecting abortion rights. And this was a proposed amendment to get rid of that. And basically that amendment failed by a huge margin. It was like yes. about 60, 40, right? Yeah. It's so like by 20 points. Yeah. Basically. And that's huge. Um, and you know, a couple things that have been seen on this one, unlike these primaries, this was open to everybody. And apparently a lot of people who were not registered as either a Democrat or a Republican came out for this vote. Um, now, here's the one thing that I had heard. This mm-hmm. was put on this ballot instead of like the, the general election ballot. Yeah. Because Republicans thought that if we do it now, uh, we might be able to get this to sneak in. Okay. Because right, only the, only the hyper-partisans up. would show up. There are a lot more Republicans than Democrats in Kansas, and they'd just win. And, yeah, and what they got was a, 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 a unheard of turnout, okay? And, and, and what happened... It, defeated. And people have... You, you can look online for charts of this. Uh, voter registration spiked after the Dobbs decision, and not and, and like to huge numbers, like higher voter registration numbers than they'd seen forever. And also the percentage of people vo- registering that were women spiked through the roof as well. 
Um, and so you got a lot of people voting for the first time because of this. Uh, you got a lot of women voting for the first time because of this. Um, and you know, a, a lot of people appear to be pretty stunned by this. Uh, but, but I, I don't know why. You know, that's the thing. Stunned. I, I, I mean, all the polling has shown that this is not a winning issue. That across the board, Americans support abortion rights. Yeah. And we, we've seen this, like when people show these polls and I mean, people have always been like, yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, if you, if you poll this issue directly nationally for sure, but also even in red states state levels, and yeah. even if you poll only Republicans, a majority are for abortion rights. Yeah. You know, so now, now the, the reason there, just to be clear, there's always some nuance in this in terms of if you ask for unrestricted abortion versus abortion with some restrictions versus being completely illegal, the the big, uh, almost the biggest chunk of people across all of those groups thinks that there should probably be some restrictions on abortion. It shouldn't be wide open, but for them, but it should be legal. And then you argue about exactly what the restrictions are. Um, and what's happened, and this is one of the things we sort of started, we, we were predicting might happen. And we're saying we're, was one of the things that could affect the course of this election was if the Republicans overreached and took advantage of Dobbs and started doing really draconian, uh, make it completely and totally illegal with no exceptions, blah, blah, blah. And I think actually that's when some, you know, we mentioned before that you know, if you look at like the generic congressional ballot, it was sort of steady for a few weeks after Dobbs and then started moving quickly. And I think the difference was when you started hearing all of the reports of effects on the ground. You had the reports of that 10-year-old who had to drive to another state or be driven to another state to get an abortion because she had been raped and was pregnant from that rape. You got all kinds of stories out of people having to carry around a miscarriage for weeks, you know, because they couldn't get this treatment. Um, and all kinds of other cases with women being put in medical danger, you know, horror story after horror story has been publicized over the last, uh, you know, month but, or so. But not just that, the, 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 not just the horror stories, but the, all the draconian measures that were being proposed. In yeah. Because you, you've had a race of between like Republican red states on just how draconian they can get, just how tight can they make the restrictions? And, you know, people openly saying, yes, we want no exceptions, not for the health of the mother, not for anything. And, and then you've got them also talking about, yeah, and maybe we should go after birth control, you know, things like that. And just, maybe we should like, you can't, you know, we'll prosecute you if you travel to a place where it's legal. Yes. And, 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 you know, and maybe we should count this as murder and send people, you know, to maybe we should be considering the be the death sentence. Maybe we should be considering the death sentence for people who perform abortions. And maybe we should be punishing the women too. You know, like a lot of these opinions right. that even the, even the anti-abortion folks had sort of kept 
the lid on those kind of comments, once Dob once Dobbs came out, all of a sudden they're like, okay, we'll do everything. You know, we, we don't care about any of this stuff. And I think that's that has indeed scared a lot of people. And so you got Kansas saying, yep, we 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 want to keep those protections of abortion rights, even though it's a very red state. Now, does that translate into voting for Democrats in a general election? Uh, <laughs> that's a whole different story, but no. maybe on the margins it does. Uh, but it, well, it certainly I mean, points well, to the, an overreach. Let me, let me correct you on that. Has it translated it to votes? Actually, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what we've been seeing in the generic ballot right now. Yeah, well, th- that's well, we, well, that, that, that's what I meant by on the margins. We've seen a couple percentages. Well, there are a couple. There are a couple I mean, of special listen. elections coming up in a few weeks where we'll really see. And and here's here's the one thing I was going to mention um, that is also an effect. Um, okay, a, co- a couple things local here in Washington to mention. First of all, um, and don't don't tell anybody I. I told you guys this, uh, but what? there there was one um, one poll that was done for my wife's race that we got yeah. a hand we 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 got to see. Um, the actual margin in the election was several points better than what would have been predicted by that poll. And that poll was taken like a week before Dobbs. Um, So there does seem, you know, and who knows, margin of error, blah, blah, blah. But that's one indication that there may have been some improvement uh, within that time frame, uh, you know, within a, within an already kind of blue district, but you know, the, the margin looked, looks better in the actual primary election results than it did in the polling a month or so, uh, you know, a couple months ago, whenever it was. Um, Also, the general expectation, uh, you know, Congress-wide, is Democrats will be losing seats, and so the the thought was that would probably happen in the Washington State Legislature as well. And just looking preliminarily at the results of these primaries, a lot of which are like my wife's race, just the Republican and the Democrat, and not a lot of extra candidates. Um, if the general election ends up being like the primaries the Democrats may actually pick up some seats here in Washington, um, which was not expected. Like right. it was expected that the, you know, the effects of the national environment that everybody is talking about would probably apply to the state legislature too. And that they would be working to just keep the levels that they were at now um, and maybe even drop a little bit. And it was a question of defending the majorities that they have in the state house and state Senate and trying to keep them. Um, but after the primary results, it's like, Hmm, maybe they'll actually pick up states. Uh, Maybe they'll actually pick up seats. Um, now that's by no means, you know, there's, there's still a long time till the general election, all kinds of different things can happen. Different people show up for the general than the primaries, but it's just another sign that, maybe things aren't quite as bad as they looked and maybe the Dobbs thing is making a big difference. Now you were talking about the, you know, the 538 and the other models of, you know, the generic ballot and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just 
you know, and I'll refresh it to make sure we have the, the most recent number. Latest and greatest. Latest and greatest. On the 538 generic ballot average, uh, before Dobbs, the Republicans were ahead by 2.3%. As of the moment we are recording right now, it is even. 44.2% to 44.2% Republican versus Democrat on the generic ballot. Now, that's, you know, the way these things work. I've mentioned this before on the show. To, to, to be favored to win, to keep the House, the Democrats have to be ahead by 3 or 4%. Even's not good enough. But right. that's a significant move in just a few weeks. Right. And, you know, big question. Does it continue? Does it revert? We don't know at this point, but right now that's a, that's a pretty big move in a few weeks. So, and you know, we mentioned Dobbs is part of that. Um, you know, the price of gas is probably part of that, uh, that now that's going down again. Um, the fact that the Democrats uh, seem to be breaking their legislative log jam and actually getting things done may help as well. Um, but um, but Dobbs is clearly a part of it. And this Kansas thing, um, you know, what you hear Democrats talking about is, oh, my God, this really is a th-. like, you know, they were talking about how this might make a big difference and you should lean into it and talk about it. But there was actually like a division within the Democrats. There's like a part of the Democratic Party who's been saying for quite a while that the Democrats need to really actually lean into these social issues because they're winners. Like you said, you know, the majority of Americans support abortion. The majority of Americans, you know, aren't crazy racists. You know, the majority of Americans support gay marriage. It really is a minority group that like is resisting all of these things. Yes. Um, and that the Democrats should really lean into that and actually stand up for those beliefs and advocate for them. Whereas for years and years and years, it seemed like the Democrats have tried to avoid those issues like the plague. I mean, I'm talking very generically now. Obviously, some some have leaned into those. But you've seen the the party leadership, for the most part, has been scared to talk about abortion. They don't really want to talk about race. They don't really want to talk about, you know, LGBTQ, LGBTQ issues. You know, um, they, they, they would rather just say, Hey, can we just talk about, you know, uh, Medicare for all and, uh, you know, healthcare and economics and blah, 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 and leave all those social issues to decide because those social issues are divisive. And we've lost before when we've leaned into those social issues. And yes, the Democrats have lost before when they've leaned into some of those social issues. And especially a lot of the leadership generation remembers like, you know, the backlash to the civil rights uh, era and is afraid of that kind of stuff. Um, but times but this have is a different changed. Time. Like, yeah, times have changed. Like a lot of these issues are now winning issues. And yes, they are wedge issues. And yes, they are divisive issues. But, you know, you're on the winning side of some of those issues potentially. 
You just have to act like it and, and push it. And, and this Kansas result shows that abortion specifically is one of those areas that if you can make it salient in the general election, then it may be a winning issue too. The translation people have to make though is like in, in this case in Kansas, you obviously had a lot of Republicans voting to keep abortion rights. Does that mean they'll vote for a Democrat for the general election? Not necessarily, you know, because they're balancing other things. They may be like, well, we already protected our voter, you know, our, our, our abortion rights through that referendum. Now we can safely vote for the Republican in the general election. Uh, now, obviously, the dynamics are going to be different in non-Kansas states. But, you know, when you're, when you're voting for the Democrat versus Republican, now you've got a whole suite of issues in front of you. It's not necessarily that single issue. The question is, can the Democrats make it the single issue or the one or two issues and and really, you know, scare, you know, scare? I mean, you shouldn't have to scare people to win elections, but sometimes, you know, you got to just point out. Look well, at look at all the things they're trying to take away from you. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that that's listen. Uh, 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 a lot of those people, they need to be scared because that that's the problem of what they have done. Now they're like, oh, oh my god, all of this shit has happened. I'm like, well, kept telling you about it. You didn't believe it. They they they, they didn't think it was going to happen, and now this shit is you know, real. And now they're like, oh my God, well, yeah, they need to be scared, Sam. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, th th this is, there are, yeah, a lot of this was performative for a lot of people. Like it was mm -hmm. safe to be yelling about, you know, killing babies and all that kind of stuff when you knew nothing was really going to change. Yeah. You know, but once it actually changes and you see that, you know, your, your female relatives and friends and are at risk in real ways. Um, I saw, I saw one video earlier today of some conservative father who was like, yeah, in, in Kansas, who was like, yeah, I, I, I voted in the end. I've always been pro-life, but I voted to keep the protections for abortion because my daughter has been consistently lobbying me on this for weeks now. And mm -hmm. they, it had a, his daughter was in the background, looked like she was maybe early twenties or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, she's, she's convinced me, you know, and, and you know, that, that stuff happens. And like, you know, we've talked before, a lot of people won't act until they feel like something hits home and directly affects them. And I think what you have here uh, is a lot of folks actually starting to realize that this might affect them personally. I, I think that the one thing that uh, on this issue that I think is, sh is shifted a little bit in terms of some of the messaging getting through mm -hmm. is that uh, before that, the, the people whose message was being loudest was all these people, oh, you know, look at all these people that are pro-abortion. Right. And you know what? That's not what people are for. It's about women's rights. It's about women having 
their rights preserved to decide what the fuck to do with their body, that their damn body is not a fucking vessel, that somebody else can decide what the hell to do with it. And that if they need to make a a decision about it, that they have the freedom and the right to do so. That's what this is all about. This is not about the personal decision, whether, you know, you want to keep a baby or not, which, you know, that's a totally different decision, but women need to not be treated like they are vessels that have no decision-making rights once they are impregnated. Period. End the discussion. And I, and I think some of that messaging, you know, you're right. I mean, the way that you describe these things matters to these debates. Yes. Just, just like you keep talking about renaming environmental stuff to resiliency or whatever. Yes. It's the same kind of thing. If you approach it from a different direction, you can make some traction. And I think, you know, again, in, in here, there's been some of that messaging change. Um, but also it's, it's quite simply that it's a lot more real now. Right. You know, before it was sort of theoretical, you know, Roe was 50 years ago. Right. 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 Um, most people at this point, I think I'm right that a majority of people don't remember that. Right. You know, and, and, and yes, there's certainly a lot of people who are old enough to remember that. Uh, but you know, the, the reality of what life was like there and sort of the progress that has been made, uh, is a, a lot of people just were in denial that this could ever, ever happen no right. matter what. And right. I'm talking both people for and against. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did not think it would actually be something that really happened. And now it's here. You keep people, you keep hearing people use the metaphor of the, of the dog who caught the car, you know? Yep. Um, and I think the Republicans are starting to see that. And will it be big enough to actually let the Democrats keep the house and not have the Republicans take a bunch of governorships and state houses and things like that too? I don't know, but it we certainly don't know isn't that yet. a fact. Yeah. It's not helping them. That's it's sure. not helping them. They are, what they are doing right now is squandering, uh, uh, an advantage that has come naturally in in these situations, they are they are really really squandering it badly right now. Yeah, I um, mean this this is the whole, you know, this is the re- this is the Republicans' race to lose. Right. You know, frankly, you know, the conventional wisdom was it would be. Uh, you know, a coin toss for the Senate and the Democrats had no, tr- no chance in the house. Now the Democrats have a distinct advantage in the Senate, right? It's like, it's like now 60, 40 odds or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and the Democrats are seemingly increasing their chances by the day. The 538 uh, model now has them up to a 20% chance winning the house and a 59% chance winning the Senate. Um, you know, and 20% is still, it's probably going to be Republican, but you know, it was at 12 a few weeks ago. Right. You know, it's, it's moving in that direction. And, you know, again, it's, it's a long time to election. It may not last. There are all kinds of other factors at play, blah, blah, blah. 
But, but, but the thing is that factors are, it's just, there's been, there is the, the a Republicans of positive things for the Democrats all coming together at well, the same and, time. And, and at the same time, it's, I, I think to the point of Republicans shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, and lot, that's helping too. <laughs> a lot of this is re- Republican self-sabotage rather than the Democrats doing things right. No, I mean, no, there may no. be a few things I the Democrats disagree. are doing right. I disagree. Yeah. It, it, look, look what they did on the legislative side. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay, look what they have done with this with the January sixth hearings. Okay, I think those have helped as well. I, you're I, right. I, I, I listen that it's steady drip and drumbeat of those damn hearings. You know what? Like I've heard with some people in the Republicans, maybe they're still not. You know, uh, you know not being Republicans, but they, listen, the, the shit that they believed before a lot of people on that side are now, well, yeah, that wasn't true. Yep. It was a mob. Yep. It, it, that it is, it is, it, it is, like I said, it's not overwhelming, but it's like permeating. It's moving. Pe- it's, it's moving it, people on the margins for sure. Exactly, and it's, and it's, it's and it's sinking it's, in certain places. It's 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 making them waver on their convictions on this bullshit. Okay, right. That they had, and so you've got that on that side. But on the second side, look, they look like they couldn't pass anything. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, what happened? Boom, boom, boom. Shit right. got done. I mean, a lot of stuff got done. A lot of shit got done all of a sudden. And and meanwhile, the Republicans are nominating. They're they're nominating Dr. Oz, who doesn't even live in the state he's running for. They're nominating Herschel Walker, who can't put two sentences together. Right. Uh, They're nominating this crazy woman in Arizona who's like jumping up and down about election fraud and all this kind of stuff. They they seem to be, and the same thing repeated at other levels as well. Um, you know, I'm not saying there aren't any reasonable Republicans being nominated anywhere, but there are a lot of the crazies. And do they end up taking that natural advantage they have and basically pissing it away? Yeah. You know, through this stuff, plus by going going too hard on the abortion stuff and openly talking about like okay now it's time to go after the gays you know and stuff like right. that you know cuz those positions really are minority positions and the way that our system is organized some of those viewpoints get exaggerated but they really are minority positions and they make a lot of people uncomfortable and they may start pushing away some of these, you know, barely Republican suburban, uh, you know, housewives and stuff, you know, uh, by doing this crazy stuff, you know, they'll, 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 they'll further excite the whack jobs. Yep. But they'll alienate some of those people in the middle that they need to win. And, and, oh, by the way, there's another factor that's helping yeah. out. It, 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 you know, uh, gas prices going down, which is yeah. the one thing that people really look at in terms of inflation. <laughs> yeah, like it, all it, of this it, other it, stuff, maybe maybe everything we're seeing is only right. the gas prices, really. Even yeah. Kansas abortion. It's because gases were going down. 
but that helps too. It's another, nah. it's an, it's another factor as much as you want, like heading into this cycle. It, it's like, uh, look, you, you combine path, the legislation combine with gas prices going down. Hell, I've also heard food, um, Futures have been going down, especially mm-hmm. because uh, grain is getting unstuck out of Ukraine finally, and it's 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 shipping out. Um, so you've got that combination, and that's the one thing I'd said m- a couple of months ago. Look, we're way early right now, but if these numbers start trending in the right way, and yeah. then the republic and then the Democrats actually manage to score some wins on on right. shit. Okay, that made them look good and made Republicans look dumb. Like, for example, and 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 if the fire pit thing. Yeah. And if they succeed in communicating it and and helping like you you mentioned the uh, the burn pits. Yeah. Um, You know, this is like do I, I certainly hope the Democrats capitalized on that completely. That should be in like every freaking ad for those senators who voted against it. Right. Absolutely. And, and people in the house as well, agree. you know, yeah, it's like, it's like really these fuckers, right. These fuckers, you know, wanted to not give, you know, uh, veterans healthcare when they went and basically exposed their lives through stupidity that we did in order to get rid of waste. And basically and look, we were they making did turn, them suffer. They, they did turn around and vote for it like a few days later. It's going to be law now. Yeah, but yeah, in the yeah. meantime, in the meantime, they still did that. You can still right. capitalize on it. Right. You know, they they played games with it. Exactly. You know, e- even if it eventually became law, they played games over it over nothing and m- make it so everybody freaking knows it. <laughs> you know? Right. Um and, and let's be clear about this. Oh, another big thing that was important you know, they fucked over McConnell. I mean, let's be clear about this. They mm-hmm. went, they they screwed him over. <laughs> I mean, it was so beautiful. I mean, so many damn years of getting this guy, you know, basically handing, handing our asses to us. I mean, every damn time. And finally, we got this bastard. <laughs> I mean, I got, you got to love this. And, uh, and speaking of which, uh, before we wrap up this segment, uh, it looks like the reconciliation deal is done. done. Just a few hours before we were recording this, Cinema is on board. She she extracted a couple changes, uh, I mean, but it looks look, like I'm, I'm they're going to... Yeah, l- listen, the one thing that I'm still... What payroll is she on is all <laughs> I'm asking. What fuck? Whose fucking payroll is she on? Because what change did she want, Yvonne? The damn change that she did is that carried interest, you know, tax loophole where basically hedge fund people were able to always be able to defer paying taxes to a mm-hmm. Okay. And, it, you know, it acted, it, if I remember the way that carried interest worked, it's kind of like how when you have like certain money put in tax, tax sheltered accounts, and you don't have to pay for it until you take the money out. Mm-hmm. So, so they would do it in a way that it just kept rolling into the investments and it never turned into a taxable game. And right. you know what? They're trying to cut that because they were making tons of money, but never having to pay taxes on it. And so I don't know what the hell she insisted on taking that out. And so right. all I keep going is whose fucking payroll is she on that this was her stumbling block? 
Yeah, and she had a couple other things too, but that was the bigger one. She wanted to the more. The big one. The other yeah. one was that she wanted more money for, as my bad Jesus, they're learning for God's sakes. As she wanted money for for climate resiliency for the wet for 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 her or for it's specifically yeah. for floods or droughts or something for, right? for drought drought stuff or whatever, which I'm all for. I think yeah, that's great. I, I I think you know I'm I was all for that, but I just thought that it was just. I'm still wondering. I mean, the only damn reason I mean you want that is because who the hell's pocket are you in? Right. And I haven't been able to figure that one out yet. But you know, look, cinema came into the Senate, according to filings I saw, with a negative net worth mm-hmm. in 2018. Right. Right now, some reports that I saw said her worth right now is $11 million. You know, Senate salary isn't that much. No, it's not. <laughs> Joe Biden spent 30 years in the Senate and was like basically broke. I mean, he was like, all he had was his government. Well, yeah, it was a fucking government pension, uh, a mortgage on a house in the house. And that was it after mm-hmm. 30 years and 30 years plus in the Senate, you know? And so where the hell did she get all this freaking money? Hmm. I mean, she's just a smart investor, Yvonne. Oh, that's what it is. Well, anyway, I don't know. Look, she's voting for it. I'm just like, whatever. Just get this damn thing done. Yeah. Okay. It, it looks like it'll probably get taken care of this weekend. And uh, it's another damn W, and it looks good. And you know what? Now, people that are for the dams, they can't go. I, all I can say is that you could go into this cycle and say, you know what? We got infrastructure done. We got climate stuff done. We got, you know, we got stimulus done. We got all this stuff done. Okay. And you know what? Yeah, we argued and we bickered or whatever, but you know, we're trying to do all this stuff and try to, you know, you know, we, we listened to people and what the inflationary stuff that people thought we held back on it at this point, you know, and a lot of the economic numbers that are coming out in terms of actual economic activity still show that the economy is strong. Inflation is coming down. You've got a good case here. Okay. And oh, by the way, that guy that was president before, it it, it needs to be tried for treason. If we didn't, if we didn't. You know, oh yeah. That, that, the, the that. continuing drumbeat of additional news about the investigations going forward and all that kind of stuff that can't be helpful in the end. No, it, it's not. Okay, so which is great, you know, and so. And some of these people that we need to be trying a lot more people for treason. It's very yeah. clear. Well, they're not even talking about that as a because that the, the technical definition of that requires a few things that we don't have here. But the, uh, OK, but, uh, all right, let's let's be clear. But sedition, said, sedition, conspiracy to, for sedition is on the table potentially for yeah, a bunch what, of people. What, what about uh, what about uh, the, 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 the all the cover up stuff? The, oh, yeah. The obstruction of justice. Yes. I, mean, who, I mean, listen, there is enough obstruction of justice over here to drive you know, load, load a whole truck full of it. And, 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 you know, this wasn't even one of our topics for this week. But since we talked last week, there's been more and more of it coming out. Right. More people destroying their records and doing things that look suspicious. Right. Um, You know, 
and 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 lots more people being subpoenaed and being brought in and blah 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 blah. Uh, you know, yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There, it, it, it seems. You know, at at this point, I would be shocked if we don't have high level indictments. It's just a question of what they will be and when they will happen. Um. And we still have the open question, are they actually going to go after Donald himself or just people around him? But I think we've got, they're inner circle people that they have to be going after at least. And it right. seems, it, it would, if they don't go after Trump himself, it will be a, a WTF moment yes. as well. It's like, really? How can you not? You, if they do not end up and the end at the end of all of this, if Trump is not indicted for something, then I, I really want a, a really detailed explanation of why not. I am, I am now leaning very hard on the fact that I'm, 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 I'm becoming convinced that I mean, dump, I mean, dump. Yeah. He is a dump, whatever D- Trump fucking asshole whatever will be indicted yeah i I am like now coming down to the conclusion that for whatever the hell it is there's so much stuff around that he is going to be criminally indicted whether it's in georgia whether it's at the federal level whether it's in new york but somewhere this son of a bitch is is going to trial yeah at least an indictment at least an indictment yeah uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think at this point, it's a question of exactly what is it for? What, what crimes do they actually choose to go after him for? And when does it happen? What's the timing of this? Um, I think those are the open questions right now. Um, I mean, Garland, they, they could surprise us and it not happen, but it certainly seems like things are building to that level in a way that they haven't like as recently as a month ago. It didn't seem, it seemed like that was a long way away, but over the last month, there've been so many developments that's like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're on his trail. Oh yeah. They're on his trail, not just him, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of his, uh, a lot of his people too. Yes. Oh yeah. I, 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 of course my, my mind immediately went to Giuliani. There are others as well, but like Giuliani, Giuliani in jail would be, oh my God. God, that day I'll be popping some champagne. You know, I, I have visions of, you know, that that skit that had um, Donald Trump and Giuliani and drag at like a convenience store or something. <laughs> no, I don't you remember, remember that. No, I don't remember this. One, well, no. th- th- that that came up a few times. They recorded it like way back when in like the 80s or 90s or something. But during the 2015, 2016 campaign, uh, it, it got re-aired a bunch of times. But like I have vision of that picture, <laughs> but in a jail cell. Oh, beautiful! Yes, <laughs> anyway. sounds great. Uh, I don't think we'll actually be quite that lucky, but uh, okay. Shall shall we move on? Yes. Shall we take a break? On. And yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, we uh, another break, and then we just got a bunch of different things. We got the uh, the. Al-Qaeda leader killed. We got the Pelosi trip. We got uh, Alex Jones, uh, Brittany Griner, maybe some other stuff too. Uh, We'll hit that after this. No, no, it's not the beginning of the show again. 
we're just taking a little time to credit the artist responsible for the music we use at the beginning and end of the show. What you are listening to right now is The O of Pleasure by Ray Lynch. The music we close our show with is Celestial Soda Pop. Both of these songs are from Deep Breakfast. Now Platinum, Deep Breakfast was the first independently released album ever to be certified gold by the RIAA. Ray Lynch's other albums are The Sky of Mind. No Blue Thing Nothing Above My Shoulders But The Evening best of Ray Lynch. You can check out Ray Lynch or buy his music at raylynch.com, iTunes, Amazon, or anywhere you usually find music. Okay, we are back. And before we get into new topics, I just want to clarify one thing in case people didn't know. I just wanted to clarify one thing in case people didn't know, like the reason I mentioned like the Washington state primaries being potentially indicative of the general is unlike most places where you have a Republican primary and a Democratic primary, uh, Washington state, along with a few other states like California, has something called a jungle primary where everybody from both parties is in one primary and then the top two go on to the general regardless of regardless of which party they're in. And so in a number of these elections, they end up just being direct previews of the general election. Like in my wife's race, it was her versus the Republican. That was it. Nobody else was there. And so it's a preview of the general election. And even if you have got Republic, even if you've got multiples, you can still add up, you know, all the Republicans versus all the Democrats and get some idea. That's why, because it's not just partisan primaries like most places. Otherwise, like the regular partisan primaries tell you nothing about the general. But okay. So Yvonne, we got a number of things. Where do you want to do first? Uh, let's see. Which one is the most interesting? Um, let's talk about the Pelosi trip. Okay. So Pelosi went to um, Taiwan. Yeah. And did, did World the War Chinese didn't want her to, the Biden administration didn't want her to, a bunch of people didn't want her to, but she went anyway. Well, here's one thing. I mean, it's not like the Biden administration, if they really wanted her to stop, couldn't have stopped her. I mean, she was flying on a U.S. military plane. Right. They they advised her not to go. They would have preferred her not to go, but they weren't about to stop her. Right. Okay. So they could have stopped her if they wanted to. I mean, you know. He could have ordered the plane, you know, you know, back home, but could know, have. Yeah. 
Um, so he could have done that. Revoked um, her passport. I mean, no, what I'm saying is that, you know, he is a commander in chief of the military. She was flying on a, on a military yeah, aircraft. There, there are a variety of ways. If the administration had really, really, really wanted to stop her, they could have. Right. And, or and at least they, decided, they could have made it a lot more difficult. Like, yeah, exactly. You got to go fly commercial or something or something like that. Right. Um, so they chose not to do that. Um, the, 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 on the other side, I mean, the Chinese got really rabid and bellicose about this, uh, said quite a lot of things. I mean, some people, I mean, some people in the military were saying we're standing by ready to stop this. Some, some Chinese had dreams of like, uh, the Chinese military shooting down the plane mm-hmm. that she was flying in or intercepting it, not letting it land or any of this stuff. Uh, that would have been really happen. dramatic. Yes. And yeah, I can't I even said, imagine if, if the Chinese had actually shot down her plane or something, we'd be in right. a war right now. Right. I mean, it would have been insane. And what I said, and I've said for the longest time is that I've always found it ridiculous how we've been kowtowing to the Chinese uh, in terms of Taiwan in this way. Um, back when there was a big crisis related to a trip by the the then leader of Taiwan into the United States that precipitated a similar crisis. Uh, you know, I thought it was ridiculous because remember that we had almost no diplomatic relations with China for a very long time. And we had, we had, we, we used to recognize Taiwan as China at the UN for a very long time. Right. And, and then, then it turned into, you know, Nixon went to China Mm -hmm. and and things started opening up uh, and we started having relations and we had always been committed to the defense of Taiwan, um, you know, throughout, you know, militarily we had done with them and they have been a reliable trading partner. And later on also, uh, you know, I mean, they, they, they used to be, it was not democratic, but they had, they started having democratic elections back over, you know, 30 years ago as well. So we're democratically elected, I mean, right now they have a female president at this point. Like, mm-hmm. like. And I, you know, you got to think in the context that uh, of bringing China back into the global fold because they had really withdrawn diplomatically for a very long time and they came about and how, how, how there was some kind of, ta- a, 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 there was an agreement that was made r- r- related to them about China, about them not invading militarily and some of the things and whatever and recognition. Um, but the one thing is that I, I just don't see how, especially when you think about, we talk about how we don't want to like do a deal with countries that have done uh, human rights violations and other stuff. And you got to remember that when that happened back, in the late 80s, early 90s, Tiananmen Square was pretty fresh still, relatively, okay? And we're kind of kowtowing to this, and I think, you know what, 30 years of intimidation over Taiwan, which is a country that we, or is a big trading partner, that we are providing weapons, we have committed a lot of defense, and for them to be able to just, you know, order what happens there, 
just seems ridiculous. Uh, because one thing that I, I've said is that if we demanded the same from China, they wouldn't they they wouldn't oblige. If for some reason you know a a a, a, a Chinese leader wanted to go visit, say, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what could be the equivalent. Uh, I don't think there is really an there, equivalent. There is not an equivalent. There is not like an ex that is not still independent. Right. Uh, but, but, but if we demanded that they don't do something diplomatically in some way, right? You are not to visit, you know, whatever. They would do it. I mean, hell. I you mean, can't go to Florida. Right. I mean, or... I mean, they received the Russians and the Iranians and the Venezuelans and all of these damn people who are pariahs to us. And they, and they don't, they don't, you know, they invest in Venezuela and have put people there and do all of this shit on a regular basis. You don't give a shit about what we think about it. Not one bit. And so I just thought that their flaming rhetoric related to now, somebody that isn't even the leader of our country, they're third in line. But, uh, you know, but they're definitely not the leader visiting the country just seemed to me over the top and ridiculous. And then we just shouldn't um, uh, just just oblige to a unreasonable demand like that. And when Nancy Pelosi, I think, wanted to show is just how unreasonable it was. And look, guess what? You're going to rant rail all what you're talking about. But you're not going to fire, you know, you're not going to fire a missile at us. Yeah, you'll you want to do all these military exercises and apparently, you know, play, play, you know, play war. Okay, great, beautiful, whatnot. But they're not starting a war over this. Right. And so, you know. Although uh, apparently there's been some, you know, internal disappointment in China that they didn't after they talked so tough. Right. Yes. People are now pissed that they didn't start a war. Some people are. I'm going to guess the majority of people didn't in China also didn't want a war. We're just listening to like, like it is over here to some of the more, you know, rabid bellicose people. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to, nobody over there. Most people probably don't want to start World War Three either. But I also think that the Chinese also used this a little bit to divert attention from a lot of shit that's going on in China, which is one mm -hmm. of the things that I've always seen with some of these, uh, foreign military adventures like, uh, you know, or, or diplomatic things are always used to deflect from when shit at, at home is going wrong. Like when the Argentinians did with the Falklands, uh, you know, there were the territorial claims and the whole thing, whatever you can talk about all you want. But the main thing was that the, 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 the military was trying to look at some way to, to rally people because everything at home was going to turning into shit. And this was like a winning issue because people, you know, whatever, and they figured, hey, we're going to go there, and you see, we're going to assert ourselves in front of everybody. Look, war, yay! They got their asses kicked, and then the military junta fell apart, okay? Uh, that did not turn out too well, but but I think that, like, right now, there are, you know, there are reports in China that, uh, because there's this real estate crisis that's been going on, where millions of people are basically, like, refusing to pay their mortgages right now mm. because of the scandal related to Evergrande, this company that was that was a big house builder in China that apparently is not being able to pay their bills and not being able to, uh, 
to deliver property that they were building. And, and there's a whole mess with that. You've got the whole COVID zero thing right now. That's also causing a lot of unrest. And then you've got this entire thing with COVID zero where they're, where they're quarantining people and saying that in factories, they have to be in this closed loop system that they cannot really like, they have to basically live at the factories right now in order not to get COVID. And so there's a lot of domestic unrest. And I, and, and the one thing is that, they didn't start talking about this and paying attention up until about a couple of days before it happened. And I happen to think that they were doing this in large part because, you know, yes, they wanted to show how big their whatever is, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, but, but at the same time, uh, they also wanted to deflect a little from all the shit that's going on. And yeah, so, uh, Right now, let me. Uh, can you double check if we're if if we're at war? We are not at war, and Pelosi went and left. She's elsewhere now. Um, we will not be worried about this in a week. Basically, yes. You know, now not to say that there won't still be some sort of tension with China yeah, and blah yeah, blah blah. But there's but there's been a whole bunch of tension anyway. So what yeah, the hell but anyway? this particular instant, you know, no one will be remembering it a week or two from now. Well, basically, you know, now will there be another incident at some point? I'm sure there will. Yeah. You know, and we got we got all kinds of reasons for there to be tensions between the U.S. and China, and that will continue for a while. We've also got all kinds of interdependencies that try to keep anything from going too crazy. Uh, so by the way, yeah. I'm looking at flight radar 24 right now because I had seen all these warnings about clearing airspace around around ta- Taiwan because of looks these normal exercises. Everything looks normal. Okay, it, and and I'm looking at some of the zones that were supposedly like blocked off because of it, and I'm seeing aircraft. Uh, there there is one in the south that it seems like they're steering a little bit clear of, but around the rest of the island, I see plenty of airplanes going around and. Everything looks normal. Okay. Uh, Moving on. I want to knock out two real quick that I think uh, we probably don't have that much to say about. And then we'll get to the fun Alex Jones and his phone and everything in the end. Yay! Um, But real quick, killing, how do you say this? Al Zawahari? Like, I'm supposed to fucking know. (laughs) How the hell am I supposed to fucking know that one? Anyway, we, we, we killed the head of Al Qaeda. Uh, and he was one of the co-founders along with bin Laden and Did they get, uh, like stock stock and what, what? Well, I mean, they're one of the co-founders. So what does, Oh they, yes. Get like, it's like, they have like stock or something. I mean, For, probably, I don't know. They have something. Anyway, uh, he's, he's been in charge for a while and apparently, uh, after, the Americans left Afghanistan. He moved in uh, to a nice swanky place in a in a expensive neighborhood right in the middle of Kabul, uh, and uh, and so we figured that out and apparently spent a number of months confirming it, making sure we knew as much as we possibly could about where he was staying, the movement patterns of his family and the other people around there, uh, and. We figured out that he liked to go out on his balcony at a certain time of day. And so 
uh, we we did a drone strike and we used that. um, Don't say it. Don't say it. That thing. I'm going to say it. Oh, God. Wait, can I? The missile that instead of exploding, just spins swords around and shreds people. Thanks. I mean, like, look, explosions shred people too. But one of the reasons for picking this one uh, and doing it this way was that, you know, he was sitting on his balcony. His family might have been in the room right next door. They got him. They did not hurt his family. They did knock down. They did not knock down the building. They did not even significantly like damage the building as a whole. I guess they probably killed the balcony. Um, but uh, they they apparently confirmed not only no civilian cate- uh, no civil not only no civilian casualties, but apparently they got just him, oh, no one else, God. just oh. him. Um, well, thank God. Now, you know, I, 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 I always still have mixed feelings about this. I, I know have, I have very mixed feelings about this. I know all I'm, of the evil things that you can list off that this guy did, but at the same time, it's an extrajudicial killing. It's an execution. I'd much rather have the guy in jail somewhere. I don't like the death penalty. I don't like going into a completely sovereign country, whether it's the Taliban or not, and just dropping bombs willy-nilly even if they're fancy sword bombs you know it's just it i i don't like it but on the other hand there's plenty of evidence that this guy was responsible for so all kinds of horrible things now you know you, you you whenever you do that you can start adding up the scales well how many civilians did we kill in iraq blah 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 um so, you know, it makes me uncomfortable, but I can understand why people are like, yeah, no mourning this guy. Yeah. No. Well, it took, how, how long did this take? Well, 2001 for 9-11? Uh, 20 years. Over, well, actually, over 20 over years. Over 20 years, because we had been targeting Al-Qaeda before, before that. Because right. th- this guy was responsible for, what, the coal? as well ah one yeah. of those yeah probably. like there, there were several al-qaeda attacks before 9-11 there was the and one this in guy Africa, was one of the, the coal right and and from what i heard like i was listening to a bunch of reporting on this guy that i'd forgotten honestly i probably knew way back when but i'd forgotten i didn't even remember this guy was alive right um but he is apparently the guy who convinced bin laden to go after the u.s instead of concentrating only in the Middle East. Ah. So. Nice guy. Anyway, next up, uh, Brittany Griner. And yep. uh, got uh, the, the WNBA person who got caught going into Russia with some marijuana or some CBD oil or something. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it, it, it was the vape. It was the vape. It was the vape thing. It wasn't it was the vape like, thing. Yeah. Whatever. It, it was the vape thing. She got caught going into Russia with that. She's now been sentenced to nine years in jail for it. Um, it she's well like be a death sentence. I mean, nine years in a Russian prison, for God's sakes. She, she's like, it was a mistake. It was an honest <laughs> mistake. I was packing. I was in a hurry. I just threw it in there. I didn't realize blah, blah, blah. Um, and yeah, so I, there's talks about potential 
the U.S. has been offering prisoner exchanges for her and one of the other people that uh, Russia has in prison. Uh, it sounds like the Russians haven't been very responsive so far, <coughs> but the, but they did say at some point that they weren't even willing to talk until after she was sentenced. She has now been sentenced. They, I heard that they had demanded somebody else as well. They also did that. They, they, they want somebody else above and beyond the ones that the Americans are currently offering. I, I think at some point we have to just give them whatever the hell these people that they want. I, I don't, you know, look, not just her, but the, but the other guy that's being held, that was, a, well, and the, the, there's, there's a, another guy that, that the Americans have been proposing as part of this deal, but there's yet another one who was a, a teacher, uh, who's apparently, um, under, under very similar circumstances, uh, being held, uh, that is not currently part of the deal that the State Department is talking about, and people are wondering why not. You know, so. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, we need to do whatever the hell damn deal we have to do to get these people home. Now, so you know, Yvonne, y- y- you you went to Russia a couple years back. I take it you did not have your marijuana vape cartridge thing in your luggage. Well, I, 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 I will say that I don't vape. Thank God. Okay. Uh, I don't think I carried anything, um, that was, uh, even remotely suspicious with me. Um, but look, I was extended an invitation by somebody who is friends with Putin. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, directly, uh, you know, so, uh, so you thought you were probably going to be okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> as a matter of fact, the business that we were trying to do was to, to do some work helping with archiving of information, um, you know, especially like old photo photographic records for the Bolshoi ballet and for, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the main, oh God, whatever the hell the library is in, in Moscow. So there were government entities in the end that were going to receive some of these services through, uh, through this company. That's that, that was our partner there in Russia for somebody had, had signed this partnership agreement. But the truth is that I didn't disclose this when I went there, but I wanted to understand what was going on because I didn't feel comfortable with the whole damn thing. Hmm. I didn't feel comfortable with the whole arrangement and, and knowing that, that Putin had was that close to these folks. Um, and basically I just wanted to, to firsthand see what was going on. And, uh, the moment I left, I, I, I think that, I mean, wheels up and pretty much when we were on our way, I basically cocked that at our attorney and basically told him, you know what draft termination letters, based on the contract and get this thing. To, I, I don't, I don't want to come back here again. <laughs> yeah. It's just, everything's very shady there. I mean, I, I met a person who claimed we're still wondering if they were they were under some service of the, of, 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 I mean, FSB. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this person claimed that they earned uh, they lived on a total of $6,000 a month, yet they came to pick me up in a $200,000 SUV. 
And um, I was like, um, and he claimed that he was just living off, off of that amount of money and had a mansion. Of course. And I'm just like, um, geez, on 6,000 bucks a month, it's pretty damn good. Money really, money really, you know, stretches over there, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah, all very shady. Everything over there. Just, I just, just the shadiest place I've done. I've gone to do business in my life. Nice. Anyway, yeah. So there, there are a few people there, and obviously within the context of like the world geopolitical situation and what's going on with Ukraine and blah blah blah, it's not a good time to get caught over there. No, no, definitely yeah. not. So, okay, uh, we are we are running low on time, but we cannot leave this without talking about Alex Jones. So the. <sighs> <laughs> so Alex Jones has been uh in legal proceedings because uh yeah he he was going around Now let's be clear about the yes. legal proceeding. Yeah, he had ahead. already been found to be at at he had defaulted this this lawsuit because he had failed to do discovery. He refused to turn over any records. Just to be clear, the lawsuit is a defamation lawsuit Correct. because he'd been going around saying that the whole events at Sandy Hook were fake, right. that the the parents uh, were crisis actors, right. and the whole thing was made up, and a, a whole a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. And one of the parents, uh, after dealing with this for years and years and years, sued him and was like, "No," <laughs> and. Uh, he lost the initial court case for the reasons that you're talking about and the fact that, you know, he was obviously guilty. Well, but, um, but, but the main thing that happened was that it wasn't even a trial because he completely defaulted. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he, it, it, it was like, you know, he, he refused to any of the orders regarding discovery. He claimed that he could produce nothing that was that, 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 that was, that was relevant. For. Yep. And, and, the, and this was basically a, a penalty phase. They were yep. trying to figure yeah, out they, they, how they much were, money he owed. Yes, they were figuring out there are two phases. There's how much to compensate the family for part A. That's what's been going on right, right now. And then they will have another phase for punitive damages. Punitive damages on top of that. Um, so what happened here was that apparently Jones's lawyer accidentally, and I'll put that in quotes for now because some people have been disputing how accidental it was, but who knows, accidentally sent the prosecution the entire history of texts on Alex Jones's phone. And emails, not, I heard. And, and emails too, nice. Uh, it, it, not just like some subset that were relevant to I some mean, listen, theory, this but was everything. an entire folder with all of the fucking information that they had been pretty much looking for. Yes. And, and so basically, you know, the lawyer bring and, and yeah, they, the, the lawyer got the link and immediately was like, oops, maybe I shouldn't have this notified the court, notified the defense lawyer. And they had, I forget, it was 10 or 12 days to respond and, and, and put in some motions to like pull back some of it and say, you can't have access. They're like, we didn't look at it for that time period. At all, the the defense lawyer put 
did not dispute it in any way, did not go to the judge and try to say they can't look at this. There's some privilege. There's some whatever. They nothing. They didn't no, say no, 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 no. They actually said, "Oops, my bad." Yeah. Okay. They, Which they is did. not the right process. The one yeah, thing wrong, wrong link. They they said wrong link. Wrong Here's link. the right link. Right. Uh, but the one thing about it is that because it was the information that they had been supposed to disclose, other what what they what they were asking guidance from the court was. Uh, okay, is if there's anything in here privileged, okay, right? Anything that we shouldn't get, like health records or something. Apparently, there were also including health records in there, and some other stuff or whatever that we shouldn't. You know, we need to. We don't. We're gonna destroy that. We 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 need to. You know, get rid of that. And so, bottom line is that they got the whole mother load of everything from this moron. Yes, uh, two and, plus and, years and, of stuff. Yeah. Um. So. Um. And then they immediately, he reveals it in court by saying, you know, there there was something Jones had claimed and he's like, did you know your lawyer sent me this? Cause that's how I know you were lying. Have you heard of perjury, sir? Yep. And meanwhile, the judge is like, you know, yelling at him for lying and saying, you can't say that we know that's false and blah, blah, blah. Um, First, first, just within the trial itself, he is so screwed. I mean, they, they already like this first phase is like $4.1 million right. or something to the family. They haven't even gotten to the second phase yet. There'll be more money added to that. Now I'm sure they'll appeal all this and probably part of the appeal would be, you know, the lawyer, bad, bad hey, lawyer. Sorry. But understand one of the things about this is to be, to, to have to appeal something like this, you have to put up a guarantee. If I remember correctly, mm. in these proceedings, he, so so his assets may be frozen. He can't like go. So say he doesn't have to turn over the money. He can't go and like um, just all of a sudden make the money disappear, right? Because he's appealing. So then he can say, "Oh, well, money's gone." <laughs> yeah, and and so. Along those lines, he's screwed in this particular trial, well, but more well, reason, so than well, that. Well, let me let me say okay. because the reason I yes. bring that up is because he tried already to file for bankruptcy. Yes. Okay, and he was been trying to to do these filings for bankruptcy and other stuff in order to try to get around all of this. And so, so he's trying now to claim that they got no money and trying to hide it, which is another layer to uh, his entire uh, whole scamming thing around this so anyway just before yeah. I so but but also just to be clear what now that it has been given to the prosecution the prosecution can also share it in different ways and apparently a number of to the plaintiffs remember this wasn't a criminal case there yeah yeah, not yeah prosecutor. Sorry. not not a prosecutor you are correct you are correct um, but this information is now potentially public record. Uh, and first of all, before anything else, they apparently found some child porn in there. That's right. So they immediately like gave that to the appropriate authorities and said, ah, you know, I don't, I don't know what we got here, but you probably should take a look at this. Now, now, now he's claiming it. I, and I, yes, yes, I believe I, that this is I was possible. About to say this. Go ahead. That, uh, you know what, that, that, People were, in order to to attack him, we're or sending email, him child we're porn. sending him child porn. 
in order to try to see how it could make it onto his servers to get him to trouble. Yes. I actually totally believe that. This I believe is that is possible too. I read, I, I read that defense and I'm like, okay, if, if all this is, is he's got a public mailbox that he like announces on his stupid radio show. Then of course radio? that thing is radio radio is on radio. Is, is he not on radio anymore? Whatever he's on. he's on radio. Was he on radio? I think he was. Yes. What are you but talking about? No. Now it's all internet, but he's got kicked off of anybody, anybody reputable. I mean, um, listen, I, I mean, he was, you mean AM radio on terrestrial airwaves. This guy I think he was started on- there. Yeah. Okay, Didn't but I'm he? like not in the last decade or so. Well, he right? got kicked about five or six years ago. He got kicked off of everywhere reputable. Right, but I don't. Okay, now you're gonna look it up and see if well, I'm right. Yes, yes. Um, 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 Can't you just let me be wrong in peace? Go ahead, go. <laughs> 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 no no look it up tell us tell us i'm looking, I'm looking it up, this up. occupation on. radio host okay so early yeah, broadcasting a... career go ahead, okay go ahead. all right so it says here i didn't realize this jones told the washington post in november 2016 that his radio show then syndicated to 129 stations okay i i i i had no idea is he still on the radio anywhere or is he really um, on internet only? Like I said, I'm going to let me see, but I'm just, um, uh, social media restrictions. YouTube removed it. Uh, uh, uh I don't, uh, it doesn't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I'll, matter. I'll confirm in a second. The, the, the point is, uh, if if he's just got a email address that's public, I am sure people are sent. Like we were talking about before, you you get mountains of spam along with anything real. And if you're a public figure, that's even worse. And if you're somebody hated like him, of course people are going to be sending you like child porn and other things to try to right. get you in trouble. Yeah, you know I believe that. Now on the other hand, if he's exchanging child porn images with Roger Stone or something. That's an entirely uh, different that's story. That's a different story. <laughs> you know, oh, so God, that would be, I mean, that would be the, that would be the dream. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get, get both of those bastards. Anyway. Oh God. Yes. Uh, but look, no, the, uh, but aside from that also, apparently they've got communications related to January 6th. Uh, of course they've got all kinds of communication uh, related to the, the lies he was doing about Sandy Hook um, and, you know, stuff about his bankruptcy attempts, stuff about this stuff, all sorts of stuff that could get him in trouble and communications with uh, Trump and Trump's uh, inner circle and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so who knows what's in there? The January 6th committee is trying to get a hold of this material already for this. The, I would not be surprised if DOJ is not trying to get a hold of it for their own purposes, etc. Um, and so some of the speculation that I saw, and this is purely speculation, is that this lawyer wasn't actually incompetent, but the lawyer was actually trying to figure out, basically saw what he was getting into, saw some of this stuff and was like, you know, I can't actually because of like lawyerly ethics and the rules of the bar and all that, I can't 
just give this to anybody. And it might be even dismissed if I did, because it was a violation of privilege, by the way. Um, it was a violation of privilege, but if I accidentally send it somewhere, well then you're fucked. <laughs> then, then we're screwing Alex Jones and maybe his lawyer wants to screw Alex Jones. Um, and okay. I, I end up with a reputation as a really, really bad lawyer, but oh, well, I guess I can live with that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he is just really incompetent. Which isn't surprising because, you know, all of these people like, you know, the, the, the Trump folks at this point, Alex Jones, a bunch of these January 6 folks um, are, are, let's say, just not getting the top tier of legal advice on their team. And uh, so, well, well, that's but that's their fault. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, nobody, nobody reputable um wants to uh you know uh you know wants to be affiliated with them you know what i'm saying oh absolutely i mean they just don't and and, and, and just like when we were looking Apparently. at not okay, just lawyers so, all right but let me we were... confirm here yes, um yes. the alex jones show yes is broadcast on a series of radio stations across the united states okay I mean, mostly in like, like Alabama, Arkansas, the the places uh, you would expect. You know, like like in Florida, there's very few. They're in Fort Walton, Destin, like in in the Panhandle, basically the South. None down here. Like in Georgia, there's like three. You know, there's three stations: Kansas, Kentucky. Uh, North Carolina, North Dakota, uh, Tennessee. Right, right, right. The, the places you, know, you would they, expect. Yeah, basically, yeah. Right. I yeah. Mean, and, and anyway, I was just saying, you know, the end of the Trump administration, it wasn't just the lawyers. It was like the whole damn administration. All the folks who were left. I, I were, do love that I went to uh, the, yes, the yes. Genesis Communications Network website, which looks like it was done uh, with like, uh, what was that, uh, Microsoft like tool back in the nineties to build a website? What the hell was it called? Like, uh, there was this thing so you could build your basic website. It, I mean, I, I'm not exaggerating. It looks like it was built with that. Uh, and the first thing that is showing to me is an, a big ad to meet Ukrainian women online. Meet oh. lonely single Ukrainian women on sophiadate.com. Okay. That, that is wonderful. Okay. Uh, enough. I think it's time to wrap things up now. Normally I would go straight into the end stuff, but I do so, have so queued up as the third break, I, one of so these I Apple dreams. So, so I'm going to play it. So you sh I should try to beat some Ukrainian no, no. women. No, 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 just no. <laughs> just oh. Leave that alone, Yvonne. Okay. All right. I'll follow your advice. Thank you. Okay. okay be right. Before we wrap things up, I'm going to play an Apple dream. And I'm going to leave the mics open so we can get reactions from both Yvonne and my son here. Uh, this is, this is, and me, I guess, if I react, but here is Apple Dream 44. It's just over three minutes long. Here we go. I was interviewing for a job at some kind of like startup company 
that was well-funded, so they had a nice fancy office and blah, but it was clear it was run by, like, young kids who didn't know what they were doing. At least that was my impression. And I'm not entirely clear what their product was. I was sitting in on a demo of the product, and they were showing it to somebody. And somebody asked how it started, how the first version of the product was. And they said like something to do with a blog and it was really stupid it was like <laughs> incredibly insane simple technology but somehow they sold this and got it to a few customers and then they got funding for more and the first few customers were newspapers for some reason but i forget what the product actually did i wish i could remember what the product actually did because maybe i could make fun of it or maybe it would actually be good and it would be an idea. Anyway, I was talking to them and they told me to wait in the lobby because it was time to, they were going to take me to lunch or something. And uh, in the lobby, for some reason I was changing clothes in the lobby. I don't know why I would change clothes in the lobby. I think... Once again, I'd spilled food all over myself. This seems to be a repeating theme. This has happened in a few other so Apple Dreams. Anyway, I was changing clothes in the lobby. And I kept changing in the clothes and realizing the new clothes were also dirty. Of course they and were. Disgusting and would not come out well to impress the people I was with. Yeah, you think? But then they came out while I was changing and kind of looked at me like, why are you changing clothes in the lobby? So I guess that was probably worse than like having spilled food on my clothes or whatever. But anyway, then they went to like, they were going to go take me to lunch and they, they were going to drive us there. And there was this old weird ratty van. Like it was, you know, like really old, like 1960s, like it wasn't the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo, but that kind of van and all sort of beat up and like painted psychedelic <laughs> stuff on it. And they were all like getting ready to climb into the van and stuff. And my alarm interrupted my Apple dream. That was rude. Anyway, then I woke up. And now my alarm is going off, so I can't go back to sleep. Bye. I guess I'll find out how to combine these two videos in TikTok. That'll be the first time I've done that. Because my alarm interrupted my Apple dream, which was rude. Bye. And that was it. Okay, dead. So, so you decided to go to a job interview and uh, you decided to change clothes in the lobby. Because, yes. You know, your clothes are dirty, but of course, since all your clothes are dirty, then it didn't really make much sense. So you, so you basically, you, 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 you decided to flash your prospective employers. Yes. Sounds about right. Who, who have a stupid product of some sort. They have a stupid product of some sort. And you're like looking at these people. It's like, what are these sniveling pugs trying to do over here? Or all a bunch of morons. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Look, look, let's be clear about this. I mean, you know, we talked about earlier, 
yeah, they're all making all these sniveling dumb products. I mean, hell, we're getting beaten by white noise. Are we going to oh, talk the about hell? the white noise again? Well, you know what? Listen, we're trying to call these people stupid products, and we're getting basically we're getting soundly beaten by white noise at the moment. Indeed, indeed. I mean, um, okay, so anyway. so this is the end of the show. Uh, now that only the l- most recent hundred episodes are in the RSS feed in your podcast player, if you want to see or hear, I guess hear the really old episodes of Curmudgeon's I, Corner, I'm you have to go to our website. It. It's curmudgeons-corner.com, um, and you can see all that arc. See, you can see the archive to listen to the episodes, the old episodes. Right. It's all really confusing. You can also, of course, find out all the ways to contact oh, us. All the I way- thought we had transcripts. No, no, we we don't. We, you know, our, our, uh, our, thought, our new technology were, does. Adding, when you were editing them, you weren't typing up everything that was in the episode. No, and, and you know this new thing we use to record. I shouldn't say new. It's been a number of months now, but it does provide a transcript that I theoretically could post, but the quality's still not up to par. Ah, well, you know, better. You know, than you know I guess. Yeah, better than nothing. Whatever. I mean, of um, course, probably not a good idea if the damn transcripts, like like by mistake, says you know stuff that can put us in jail or something. So no, no, let's not yeah, post yeah, that. Exactly. Let's not post so the transcript. You make make them actually listen to the podcast if they're going to put us in jail. Right. Yes. Yes. Please. <laughs> please don't put us in jail for anything on the podcast. Yeah, no. No. Not not no jail time for us. Please. Thanks. Yes. Especially no Russian jail. Ah. Okay. Although. I don't really want the American ones either. Nah, no, just, nah, just nah, to nah, be nah, not, not, none of them. Yeah, none of them. Uh, anyway, you can find all the ways to contact us. Facebook, email, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're all there on curmudgeons-corner.com as well. Um, as is a link to our Patreon where you can donate money to the cause of this show, help pay for the expenses that we have, um, which aren't much, but aren't zero either. And we're actually losing money each week right now. You can help fix that. Or you can pretend we're white noise and give us a lot more. Right? Yes, absolutely. Anyway, uh, if if you do go to the Patreon and uh, you we will give you a postcard, a mug, we'll mention you on the show at $2 a month or more. Or if you just ask us nicely through any of the contact methods, uh, then... We will invite you to our Commudgeons Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and a bunch of listeners are chatting throughout the week. Oh, Eva, I, I should ask, did you receive any faxes since last week's show? Uh, you know what? Let me, double check. Let me double check. Because we did invite faxes last week. Uh, um, no, the last fax I received was on June 14th. Oh, man. Oh, well. You you guys you guys are slow. Uh, listen to last week's show. I'm, I'm gonna There's guess. A fax that, number. The, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna guess that almost nobody has a fax machine anymore to send me a fax with. Oh, man. Although I I will say that after I talked about this, look, I I did have was it last Saturday. Yeah, I did have uh, I did have breakfast last Saturday with a guy that works at a company that one of their key products is. Uh, 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 fax servers. Oh, well, and okay. by the way, he told me that their sales are growing. <laughs> okay, 
Is that the same kind of way as like vinyl record sales are growing? It's like a nostalgia no, thing? No, no. It's a thing of like uh, so many more people are working remotely that there are still a number of professions like uh, like law and health and others that use faxing still, insurance that they okay, use it a okay, lot okay, still okay. that uh, because of how many people are working remotely that all of a sudden they have to move <laughs> from having uh, freaking fax machines to having these virtual fax products. Okay. Anyway, um, do, do you want to give us just the, the top thing on the Slack this week that we have not yes, talked about on the show? I have it ready. Okay. Tonight we're going to log in like it's 1979. There was an article over here uh, uh, that basically posted uh, from Ars Technica that uh, basically showed you how going online was back in 1979. Okay. And going into the service that I actually used, uh, uh, you know, not so much, you know, not much time later, the source. Okay. Which was, which was, I never logged into the source, but I remember the name from the, yeah. So the source was one of the first, uh, you know, services out there that, that, you know, allowed people to be able to, to, you know, go online and do stuff. And they had the, uh, they, they had the, the downright comical, uh, uh, user guide and stuff on it, you know, which is great showing you, you know, uh, write down your local access number. And I'm looking at the ID, which I remember that I had a similar ID, like your ID was like TCA two, six, six X, Y, Z, something like that. And how you, you picked up your phone and you <laughs> dialed and then, you know, you, you turned on the modem and all the system commands and how, uh, you know, it had a list of the commands of all the different things. Or you could access it through Telnet and other services. And it had a transcript of sessions of, st- of stuff that people did. Because if I, I remember, if I, I could, I, I did this once where you could have like a printer connected while you were doing the session. And everything you did would come out in like transcribed form. Okay. Of, of everything you did. Because it wasn't like. Like now you go to a different screen and everything clears out, goes to goes to the next screen. This was right, all right. a stream of information showing up on your on your computer. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you could you could just print out everything you saw. Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. And so so they have that here and the commands and all the stuff. It's it's quite a blast of the past. It's showing how you could read the UPI news newswire. Well, remember, mm-hmm. you know, we got the UPI Newswire when we were at the radio station, basically. But it just it we was a printer AP. that was like, well, AP. But it, it came out churning, you know, that it, it's just a printer churned them out, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, you know, you picked an article to read, and then it just showed up. And, you know, it's nice. It's pretty cool. Nostalgia. Yeah. So anyway, you just need a you you, you need a. Uh, well, I was going to say an old VT100 terminal, but this would be a slightly, you probably weren't accessing this from a VT100, but it's that, that style of it's thing. A, that style of terminal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Anyway, we are done here. Hey, everybody, as usual, have a great week. Stay safe. Blah, 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 blah. Lots of blah, blahs. And uh, tune in next week. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>